This podcast is part of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. Welcome back, everybody. This is Andrew with Coruscant Radio Underground, and you're listening to an episode of the Padawan Report. Tonight, it's Iana. Hi. And Adeline. Hello. And Elijah didn't want to participate. I think he just wandered off and got on the switch. But <laughs> I think so. It's hard competition. Yeah. <laughs> we are going to talk about the Obi-Wan Kenobi finale. It still messes with me because for a while we heard they were going to call this show Kenobi. Yes. The and, book was Kenobi. And the book was Kenobi. And I still just call it Kenobi because to me that's just a better title than calling it Star Wars Obi-Wan Kenobi. So, that's true. Anyway, uh, we're going to talk about the Kenobi finale or Obi-Wan Kenobi finale. Iana, I'm going to start with you. Like, what were some things that you really loved uh, about the series or even things you didn't? Like, kind of what are the... What are the big things for you that you liked about this series? Honestly, it it's kind of like in Revenge of the Sith. Like, I remember vaguely all the movies, all the things in the movie, but the most memorable thing for me is the fight. The same thing with this because the fight was incredibly awesome, but also pretty sad at the same time. Yeah, it's an interesting follow-up to the fight from Revenge of the Sith, right? But I'm pretty sure he doesn't throw rocks at him in Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, the rock game was strong with this episode. Lots and lots yeah, of rocks. Like, like uh, Disney's Star Wars definitely believes strongly in, in lifting rocks. Yeah. Very much. Um, Adeline, what, did, what were some things you enjoyed about the, the show? Um... I mean, well, I guess let me back up. Overall, y'all y'all liked it, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I think it, it, I liked it almost as much as I liked The Mandalorian. Okay. So almost as much, but not quite as much? Yeah. I'm not really sure. Same. Okay. Well, The Mandalorian has more seasons and more Baby Yoda. That's Baby true. Yoda! Well, and, and in some ways, I, I mean, there's a lot to like about The Mandalorian because it's all very new. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, where this kind of treads a a dangerous line of uh, trying not to mess up anything that came before or after it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not just a prequel; it's a sequel and a prequel at the same time. It's like, ooh, it's a, yeah, it's a bridge. That is a lot. It's kind of like Rogue One. It's like that is a lot to make sure that you keep track of. Right. Especially because... Anything you do wrong could mess up the whole entire... Move, all the movies and yeah. everything. Well, exactly. Because in, in more than The Mandalorian even, I mean, uh, Rogue One, I mean, it's about a character that we see, one of the most important characters in the prequels and one who plays a major role in episode four. So he's a... You got to get it right. Huh? I think they did. It would be super weird if he killed uh, Darth Vader. That right? wouldn't make any sense. Yeah can't do that i don't think i do have well, a question. he has almost died once so i do have a question why didn't obi-wan kill darth vader in that because i know i did- wouldn't but like i know because he killed him obi-wan oh my gosh vader killed obi-wan in the a new hope but like if that didn't happen why do you think what's the in-universe answer yes 
I think it's a complicated answer. He doesn't want to kill Anakin because he's sad. Right. So, well, I mean, he's he's upset. He, he he's the thing is try and it's tragic for Obi Wan. Mm-hmm. But you also have this moment where he feels responsible that this is his Padawan, right? That it's yeah. Anakin Skywalker. He's got to fix and this he's problem. he's got to kill someone that was essentially his brother. Mm-hmm. And and that's... But we if you go back to, like, I mean, is killing like that, is that the Jedi way? Think about when, when Mace Windu tells... Anakin, that he's going to kill Palpatine, that he's too dangerous to be allowed to live. Mm-hmm. Do you remember, like, how Anakin responds to that? Not really. I haven't seen that movie in a while. So Anakin's Anakin responds by saying, like, this, he needs to stand trial. Like, this isn't for you. This That's not the Jedi way. That's not the Jedi way for you to just decide that this person needs to be killed. Which is ironic, because he totally did the same thing to Dooku. Right. Like it was, and, and and I always kind of wondered if maybe that was a factor because that wasn't the Jedi way either. Yeah. To just kill him out of hand. Also, though, he needed Palpatine. It wasn't just not the Jedi way. It was also self interesting. Right. The other side. So, so one, there's kind of a conflict with Obi Wan just striking someone down, just dead. Like, not that Jedi don't kill people. I mean, clearly, we've seen Jedi kill lots of. Uh, like stormtroopers yeah stormtroopers are people but i think the big thing is is that he is sort of released from the responsibility in that this isn't anakin anymore it's darth vader he finds closure that allows him to say this isn't my padawan well because he went there because he felt responsible Mm -hmm. because this was his mess that he needed to clean up basically during the fight, when Vader's um, mask broke, the voice blending between Anakin and Darth Vader was super cool. Yeah. I... Yeah. Yeah, that that was... What did y'all think about that whole part with the mask get, being split? Because, you know, they did that in Rebels, right? Yeah. Where, where Ahsoka cracks the mask. It was so sad. Mm-hmm. It is. So what do you, but what do y'all think about them doing that twice? Basically doing it's... the exact same scene, just the different character doing it. Um... I guess both the characters that it happened to kind of needed to know that it wasn't really Anakin anymore. Yeah, it was it was an important moment for both characters. It was an important moment for both of the characters to have that moment to to realize that that's what was with Ahsoka. She wasn't even sure it was Anakin until she saw his face. Yeah, um, and this is what breaks you know breaks Obi Wan down. I mean, Obi Wan has every intention of, of killing Anakin there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Until he sees Anakin's face. Then he gets very sad. Or half of his face. Uh, but it was really cool. And, I mean, my whole thing is, yeah, yeah, they did the same thing twice. But but it was even cooler in live action than it was in <laughs> yeah. animated. That may be the best performance we've ever seen Hayden Christensen give, too. Oh, I would say so. I mean, it was really, really good. That that scary smile and the oh. <laughs> so what are some other things y'all enjoyed about this episode or just the series as a whole? I really liked the relationship between Obi Wan and Leia. Yeah, it's very sweet. sweet. I think that that is the heart of this whole series mm-hmm. uh, is how amazing he is to her, and you get to see 
him in just this really short period of time have a really profound impact on her for the rest of her life. I do have a question, though, on that subject. I do have a question on that subject, though. So if Leia really cared for him that much, how come she didn't react um, when he died in A New Hope? Did she just, like, not recognize him? So there, there's some things happening there. I mean, she knows who Ben Kenobi is, who Obi-Wan is. She knows who he is. That, that's clear. Um, she hasn't seen him in 10 years. They're also, like, mid-battle. Mm-hmm. When that happens, they're trying to escape. There's she, a lot happening. She just watched her planet gr- blow up. Yeah, so there's a lot happening there. Um, there's several things that now, like, they're not, you know, it's like, how does that affect the original trilogy? Um, so, like, the way she asked Obi-Wan for help when she, with the message R2, and she says, you know, you serve my father in the Clone Wars, and... You know, she doesn't, like, send a message to an old friend, right? Mm-hmm. It's um, it's different than that. And, of course, there's a couple of things where she still doesn't, you know, the, the, the promise at the end, you know, people can't know. But she's a politician. She is very formal in the way she does things. And so in, in the way she asks him in A New Hope, it doesn't say, I don't know who you are, but, you you know, you did this thing. It's It's a very formal... Asking someone for help and at the same time invoking, you served my father, it's a call to action. Mm -hmm. It's not, I need you to come rescue me, I need you to come be a soldier. It's time for you to come back to the fight, is is what that moment is. So... So, I don't... Yeah, I mean, you don't get a perfect reaction from Leia when... when Obi-Wan dies. And so that's a little bit of a, a problem in the, in the continuity, but it doesn't affect the story. So it, it's one of those things that's probably, you know, okay. And you can rationalize why she wouldn't have reacted as strongly as Luke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I like it. She's also been fighting this war for a while now, and she's seen a lot of death. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I mean, that's the thing. Like I said, I mean, she just watched your planet grow. She's in shock. Like you can only your your mind can only process so much, like just from a, just from that point of view, your your mind can you know only deal with so much at one time before it just goes into survival mode, and you're just like okay we're coping we'll deal with it later like we'll cry later, um, you know and also I kind of wondered if the fact that that Bail Organa's message fell into the wrong hands and information got out like he wasn't he wasn't as circumspect in that message as he should have been. That he sent to oh, that message he sent to Obi Wan, he shared way too much information. So I feel like the fact that she was very circumspect in the message that she sends later is also partly insurance in case it falls into the wrong hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, that all it all works. I, I don't think there's really any problems with with it. I don't think it creates any continuity issues. I like it at the end when she when Obi-Wan comes down from the ship and then she sees him and then she sees Lola's like, Lola! <laughs> yeah, because she's still a 10-year-old kid. You know, y'all y'all are y'all are 11 and 12. Like, sometimes big things are happening around you and you get excited about... The box. The, the, <laughs> right. It's, it's like, you get excited about the wrong thing. Like, not that the thing you get excited about is bad or wrong but it's like the big thing and then you you know you have this little thing and that's just the way that that 
even adults are guilty of that. I don't want to say the wrong thing, just not the expected thing sometimes. Right. Sometimes. Not the obvious thing. Not the obvious thing, yeah. I also like that she put Lola and her blaster. In her holster. So, yeah, no, there's, there's a lot of really good stuff with Leia. I mean, and the, I thought the actress did a just phenomenal job. Um, she was cute. And being able to be on screen with Ewan McGregor and and hold her own was, yeah. you know, that that's something in and of itself. For sure. I mean, he is one heck of an actor. He well, has no, he been. Is, he's one of the best, if, you know, arguably maybe the best actor to ever take on a Star Wars role. Yeah. Um, even though Leia is like the same age as me, she seems like she's a lot younger. She's little. <laughs> well, I mean, the thing is, Carrie Fisher was about Iana's size. For real? Yeah, yeah. she was uh, maybe even smaller than you. She was like, just um, more, probably more like Adeline's size, like five foot tall. She yeah, was height, like, like full she was grown. She was very small. So it would stand to reason that the actress would... I mean, she is actually 10. She's just little for 10. Very little. Adeline, what about you? What are some other things you enjoyed about the show or any questions you had about the show? If you don't have anything, that's fine. Uh, what did you think about Reva and how her story ends? Um, it's sad. It's very sad. I'm not really sure how I feel about her yet, honestly. But um, I really wonder what's going to happen to her. If she'll show up in anything else after this. I bet she will show up in other things. Cause oh, it I, doesn't seem like her story's finished. 100%. This character was only allowed to live because they have intentions of doing something with the character. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it made more sense for the character to die. Yeah. Like it, it's a little bit of she a problem. Evil. That, it's a little bit of a problem that she's alive, uh, story-wise. It's probably my biggest single gripe with, with the series. Now, you know, they might turn around and do something absolutely incredible with that character, and then I'm not going to care that they let her live in it. You know, I mean, it's not going to be a problem for me anymore. Um, I mean, but it's the... It's the, it's. I think it's the single biggest flaw with this show. Yeah, there's like I love this show. It's amazing. Um, I have another question. Mm-hmm. So when Reva, that's her name, right? Reva. When she's chasing Luke, does Luke ever see who she is? Nope. No, she. He I'm, never looks back or see the lightsaber. He. I mean, she. He's being chased in the dark by a cloaked figure, which they so told him was a Tuscan. Right. So he doesn't look back, but there's a couple of really important things in that scene. Like Luke can't see a lightsaber. No, because the first lightsaber he ever sees, he looks down the wrong end of it. Does he actually do that in the film or was that just a still? I think that was just a, like a behind the scenes. I think it's a still, but I'm (laughs) I'm not either way. It's silly, but, um, but Luke, the first time he sees a lightsaber is his father's lightsaber. Mm -hmm. So, it was really important that they not let him see who's pursuing him. Yeah, that would mess and things that's up why, a bit. And so they, they did think she comes in the room with the lightsaber and Luke is already climbing out the roof and Baru attacks Reva at that point and gives Luke a second to get away. And then when she's following him through the dark that must in, the, in the canyon, like there's no the lightsaber's not on. The lightsaber doesn't come back on until he falls and hits knocks himself out. That must have taken so long to shoot that. Especially with the kid. Would you have looked back? I don't know. But, like, if you're acting and you're a kid 
It must be hard not to look back at the person who's pretending to chase you. But I like how their excuse is it's Tuscans. Yeah, because that makes sense in the world, yeah. though, right? Like, that's a good explanation. Luke knows about the Tuscans. He knows they can be dangerous. So, yeah, it's a really good cover story. They don't need all the, He doesn't need all that information. We don't really get a whole lot of Luke, which was fine. Like, it doesn't make sense to do a I whole like lot of Luke. I like the end. Because somebody broke the last one. I like it when he says hello, hello there. there to Luke. Hello there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think everybody, you know, cheer. I laughed when he said and like, hello there, yes. that and the stance with the yeah, the, the form, fighting stance. Form three. Yeah, Sorry. they were. Um, we were watching a reaction video of some reacting that, and when he said hello there, everyone was like, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, they went the whole series without doing it. So. Well, and he they were, he was saving it, and, and he did his best. His best Alec uh, Guinness, Guinness. Yeah. impression. There. Yeah, no, it's full on Alec Guinness voice when he does it there. He did such a great job with his voice in this. Yes, um, with finding in, something in between. Yes, in, in between the you know the timbre that he uses in the prequels and the timbre that because he's about half at about the halfway point. Um, so now all he needs is a you know to go really gray in the next eight years and uh, he'll he'll be. On the nose. D- does anyone else have a stash like Aunt Baru's? <laughs> you got anything to tell Just us? Just a hole in the wall. That was like so a funny. A hole in the wall full of guns. guns. Yeah. And he's like, what are you doing? Like, I mean, didn't you know this was coming? <laughs> right. Aunt, Aunt Baru was prepared. Yeah, she's yeah. on it. She knew it was going to happen at some point or something like that. Mm-hmm. I feel like this all makes it much sadder when they die. It's like it's kind of, you know, like obviously there's a, a, a tragic element when they die, but like all of this is like backstory, you know. It's it like, makes you emotionally connected to them. Yeah. Well, like, you it see, makes you even sadder. What do you like, think about Anakin? Like Obi-Wan turns around, leaves, and says, you know, says, I'll see you later, Darth. Mm-hmm. And leaves, leaves him there. And Anakin is just, or, or Vader is just screaming. Mm-hmm. It's sad. But he's defeated. Like, why? I mean, even if Obi-Wan comes back, like, he can't fight Obi-Wan at this point. Mm-hmm. I I knew that was going to happen as soon as he left. Honestly, I knew he was going to start yelling Obi-Wan. I like it at the very end after he um does the hologram with Palpatine and has the Imperial March. It was so cool yeah. and so scary at the same time. Yeah, so there's some fun little things where we didn't get full-on versions of any themes that didn't exist that don't predate this. I mean that don't exist until after this. So the Imperial March doesn't show up till Empire Strikes Back mm-hmm. in the originals, but it is an attack of the clones. So they were able to you know, so they pulled in the full on Imperial March. Mm-hmm. Um, which was the only full theme I believe we heard. I know there was some other old music in this episode, but I don't think it was full. I really thought versions. we were gonna hear the forest theme whenever Qui Gon showed up. Oh, yeah, yeah, I liked when Qui-Gon showed up. It was funny. What'd y'all think about that, though? Like, you know, his his reason that Obi-Wan hadn't been able to see him yet. He was there the whole time. He just couldn't see me. He like, just weren't that. ready. He just weren't ready. Mm-hmm. I mean, that works continuity-wise for, like, all the reasons, you know. No, I mean, I think that was obviously the reason that this was Obi-Wan's closure. Like, this is... Obi-Wan doesn't really care about much of anything at this point when we first meet him in this series. 
He definitely got more powerful over the whole thing. Yeah, he definitely got his, his force abilities back. Because at first he was, um, like, using Blaster, and then he, like, and he's, like, lifting rocks and throwing them at They really liked rocks. Yeah. We didn't get to hear any comments about how uncivilized Blasters were, though. <laughs> no. I think that was my favorite thing in, uh, was Attack of the Clones, and throws that Blaster off so yeah. uncivilized. Well, of course, then but the, and then he uses then it at the beginning. you know, lived in a, in a, he has lived since then in, in a world where a Blaster is just part of life. Right. Yeah, he's um, not quite as elitist as he used to be. So, boom, that's and, and that works well because when we hear him in uh, A New Hope, you know, he pulled when they're talking about the lightsaber, he says a weapon for a more civilized time. Right. All right. Uh, what else? Y'all have anything else before we uh, wrap this one up? Not really. Honestly. Uh, what would y'all think about a second season of Obi Wan Kenobi? Oh, I'd love that. Cool, but what would it be about? It wouldn't That's have the same to, thing we said about this show, though. It wouldn't have anything to. It wouldn't. There's no way for it to have anything about, you know, no way for it to be about Vader and Obi Wan. That book is closed. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. It's just kind of like the adventures of Obi Wan Kenobi. If you come back, like I, I don't know, you just kind of have to him and his EOP. Yeah. <laughs> just well, it would be funny if it was just him but, and his EOP. Just but he's just not just quite yeah. as. He's. I don't think that Obi Wan. He's. He's. He was cut completely off from the Force, and I don't think that he ever goes back to that. Mm-hmm. So you can just have Obi Wan being, you know, sort of a Jedi protector, a vigilante, on on Tatooine. Like you probably could do some not really with a lightsaber though. I think the lightsaber stays in the box. That's the lightsaber coming out is too big of a beacon. We listened on Audible to Kenobi recently, and like when the show first started, it reminded me a lot of it. So we talked asked you about a Kenobi, another Kenobi series. What about a Darth Vader series? That'd be cool. I think that'd be cool. And also very scary because th- Darth Vader is horrifying. <laughs> He's supposed to be. He's a That's horror the villain. Point. Like one hundred percent a horror movie villain. I mean, I, th- I think Hayden Christensen is kind of low key lobbying for a. Uh, Oh Darth no, Vader it's not even point. low key. Like he's full on out there doing <laughs> interviews and and saying, "Oh yeah, I definitely want to do a Vader series." So we didn't get to a lot of episodes here on this. We are, you know, because we we just we just didn't. But we will be doing more Star Wars stuff, more Star Wars episodes of the Padawan Report. But the Padawan Report is also playing as part of the Science Fictionary podcast now, and we're currently doing weekly reviews of Miss Marvel. So if you enjoyed what you heard here of the Padawans sharing their opinions, and um, I think it's particularly relevant when we're talking Miss Marvel because they are the target demographic for that show, and uh, I, I get a lot from listening to them talk about the things that they enjoyed about it. So, uh, so definitely go over to the Science Fictionary podcast and check out. There's one episode now. There will be more coming soon. That's going to do it for this episode of the Padawan Report. And until next time. May the, may the force, force be with, with you. you. Ha ha ha.